This is the On Call Podcast. Your home for sports, news, pop culture, tech, and the obscure. And of course, your host, Michael Meyer. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the On Call Podcast. Several episodes in now. 25, I believe, is the uh, the current total. We're doing well, living the dream. Hope everyone's having a wonderful, wonderful evening. I know I am. There's a lot going on in the world these days. Not a whole lot on my end other than selling a bunch of everything. Professionally busy. Super, super busy. You are? Oh, yeah. This virus has really uh, really kicked healthcare into another dimension. Yeah, it's a good thing, right? Job security. Yeah, I can't say for certain it's a good thing, but it's a thing. It's always happening. There's always something going on. Well, what do we have planned for this episode, Michael? Well, for one... We have an interview coming up, and it should be playing through the phone right now. Can you hear the phone ringing? I can indeed. There it is. That's our, uh, we'll call him a sponsor. It's Dan from Concepts AD. Another day in paradise. Hey, can you hear, can you hear me, Dan? Oh, just starting to get weird. Oh, can we you, just put the tip in. No yeah. big deal. Can you hear Lowell? You turn it up. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Lowell. Can you hear me? Not yet. We'll have Bluetooth instead. Check, check. Yeah. One second. Bam, switching them to Bluetooth. What's that going to do? The Rode has a good Bluetooth setting. Mm. So, um, so it, it needs bam. to route your audio from... Am I recording into your Rode? You do. Through the computer. It goes yeah through the computer How? into the Rode. One second, Dan. Is that a problem? How's it, what's the best way for it to go? Well, you need to set your output from your computer to the road. And then your input from the road to the computer. As long as you have those two things set up, it should work. Yeah, I can hear you. There's Bluetooth. Hey, hey. Oh, you can hear uh, I can me? I hear you. All right. Let's get All it right, going. I told you Bluetooth was the way to go. All right, so we've kind of been lackadaisical on talking about chick flicks, but we can, we can do them a little, little more again because the first shit-talking interview with Dan, we discussed doing another one. Dan threw out a vote on Twitter, and 
the one he wanted to do isn't even the one that won the total. The tally was for the notebook. You know, but that's okay. You know, here's the thing: I've never actually seen the whole movie, so I just I just don't like it. I don't like it. I prejudged it. Um, I'm not that kind of a movie guy, so I kind of I was like, you know what? Let's do something else. And the Titanic is always one that I love to hate. That's I just remember it had two VHSs. Yeah, that's all I can remember. And I always watch VHS too. What? The Titanic had two VHSs? Yeah, man. You're old as hell, ain't you? Aren't you way older than me? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. Slow down. Yeah, 76. 76 I was born. You are way older than like, me. Like, what's way? <laughs> I said, what is way older? Hey, I'm born in 88. Oh, God. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the oldest. Well, actually, they just, it's funny. They just hired a, uh, well, not just hired. Another guy named Eric works with us, and he's, I think he's 53, 54, something like that. But he is officially now the oldest guy there. So I don't know if Alan's going to refer to him as grand grandpa, since everyone there calls me dad, which is a little weird. But yeah, I'm, I'm old. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> <clears throat> so, about the Titanic. For- <laughs> well, I got to start with saying that back then, I thought that. I was on the Leonardo DiCaprio hate train, but I want to say that I was wrong, and I apologize to everyone back then that I criticized, uh, and I'm sorry, and I was wrong. He's a good actor. You should, actually. Yeah, he's been in umpteen things. He's been an actor our whole lives. Well, yeah. not Dan's. Not mine. No, no. <laughs> but, there's, but there are certain actors that, like, you see them in certain things, and you're like, oh, man, gross. And then, and then you see them do certain things, and you're like, okay, like, okay, let's take a, I'll be honest. Like when Heath Ledger first got casted as a Joker, I was like, "Really? No way!" And then I saw him, and I was like, "All right, I'm going to shut my mouth now. I'll be quiet." Like I was a huge fan of that, but it can happen. Leonardo DiCaprio is not bad. Absolutely. I don't even know what my favorite Leo movie is. It's probably Wolf of Wall Street. You know, Inception is not bad. Departed. See, and those are all winners. All three are winners. You can't really go wrong. No, except for the Titanic. He was still a boy. <laughs> <The Titanic. laughs> and that was. I'm gonna say Kate Winslet. She doesn't do it for me, but Billy Zane does. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. See here. So what? It three, came three hours and fourteen minutes, and this is a James Cameron film. So as you know, he has some directing chops. He got started with Terminator, right? That was his first film. He wrote and directed. That was really his first. Really. Yeah, apparently he was like a truck driver, if I'm remembering correctly. And then he wrote the script for Terminator, and then he said he would give the script to them for free if they let him direct it. And that's how his career got started. Man, what? You got a big break like uh, uh, the Rocky. Stallone, yeah. He's got to right, Sylvester Stallone. Yep. Good shit. And see what? Yeah, it came out in '97. It was a long, the highest. Highest movie in gross revenue for how many were like 20 years, 21 years, something like that. I remember girls being like, oh, I'm going to go back and watch Titanic again. Like, like you already saw it in theaters once. Yeah, watch it again. That's like me with the Star Wars uh, <laughs> when they re-release them in theaters. But anyway. Oh, you're a nerd nerd. Well, that's a geek. Nah. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't speaking. <laughs> Star Wars, is, I don't know. I wasn't taking it derogatorily. Me, I was big into Star Wars when it first came out, but I was a little bit different. My 
my two brothers are were very much Luke Skywalker guys in the Star Wars thing. Like I have a brother that's ten months younger than me, and I got a uh, my father remarried to another brother that's uh, I think like ten years younger than me. Um, but they're both Luke Skywalker guys. Me, I was a Han Solo guy growing up. I never really cared for Luke Skywalker. I mean. Everybody looked at him as a hero. The dude, the dude uproots the entire galaxy because of his daddy issues. The only chick he gets in the movie is his sister. And in the end, it's his old man who's got to save his ass anyway. So, I mean, I mean, and, and here you got, here you got Harrison Ford, who in, in two movies between Star Wars and Indiana Jones, his best move is when someone's talking trash to him, he just pulls out the gun and blasts him away. I mean, the dude, I mean, he doesn't get any better than Harrison Ford. Oh, you know about that uh, that scene? The, the he, had, uh, first. He, had, he was sick that scene, so they had to rewrite it. So he didn't have to have a, they had a whole fight scene planned in Indiana Jones. Oh what? But I'm actually a dark side kind of guy, so I'm not even a fan of either of those. Uh, I was like, I was like, when Darth Vader was like, "Join me on the dark side, Luke." I was like, "Yes, you can rule the galaxy. Yep. Come on, the gal the, the dark side brings order to the galaxy. Yep. They're they're needed. It's like the government." Uh-huh. You know? It's kind of being a fan of Thanos right now. I I, I didn't even really watch the new ones. The only ones I really watched uh, the newer ones. I did see Solo the movie, which I thought was pretty good. Um, and I I saw Rogue One, which oh. I enjoyed. I I did like Rogue One. But yeah, Rogue One was good. I, I haven't even watched the last one, and I saw like four, five, and six like I don't know thirty times. Yeah, no, nah, I, I haven't watched. But nothing. I watched the first one, the one that came out in '09 or something, whatever that one was. Yeah, so, yeah. It, it, what's the one that? But, uh, t- seven. Let's just pivot this to a Star Wars uh, conversation instead <laughs> of like, Titanic. No, I'll just you guys got to fill me in on Titanic though, because I haven't seen it in twenty years. No, how long? Yeah, twenty years. No, Came out yeah. ninety-seven, so twenty-three years. So you guys aren't you guys aren't actually going to watch the movie as we talk about this, are you? Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, so this <laughs> podcast will last for three hours. We're gonna watch the movie. We're gonna pause it. We're gonna talk about each scene. <laughs> Some people do that. Yeah, man. follow it along on the Reddit. <laughs> I'll live stream it. Some people legit do that. I don't know how. I mean, it's crazy. But I don't know. To me, Titanic is the let's the biggest double standard movie on the planet. Like. Let's face it. If some dude, if some dude was unhappy with the girl he was with, and goes and sleeps with some some random stowaway on a ship, I mean, it'd be like, oh my god, what an asshole! Oh my god, like, yeah, what 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 a jerk! Why would they? Why would he do that? And then, in the end, if it was a guy laying on a piece of wood while this girl is in the, is in the water and basically drowns and and he escapes, I mean. Again, double standard. I think would that be called romantic? No, it'd be called you know what about a scumbag? I mean, to me, the only tragedy about that entire movie is when the old chick drops the jewel in the in the ocean in the end. That's that's literally it. That's the biggest tragedy. <laughs> the heart of the ocean. Um, <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> Seriously. But her fiance was an asshole, Billy Zane. Right, but then you know what? It's like, it's, <sighs> he was just rich. Cheating is not the answer. You should just end the relationship. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. Unbelievable. That's it's not it's not his well, fault. It's complicated, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're all stuck on a ship. That's that's as complicated as it gets right there. My God. Uh it was a gnarly <laughs> movie. Didn't they all go into a giant tank to actually film the movie? I I don't know. Uh, what or was that was that the Mark Wahlberg, George Clooney movie? Mark Wahlberg, George The Big Clooney. Wave. Oh, um, um Regarding double standards, the uh, they say the hell of the quote. The only difference between a stalker and a romantic plot is how attractive the guy is. <laughs> ah. That tracks. 
See, I, I'm not a Kate Winslet guy. I think that absolutely at all. makes like, sense. I, I, mm, no. Oh yeah. Yeah, she doesn't do it for me. She seems rather boring. But back then, like, how? When was this movie supposed to? Like, when did the Titanic actually sink? Because I feel like she was hot then. Nineteen. And I'm sure she, she's still very attractive now. Just, you know, not my type, but. Yeah, but during World War One or before World War One? That's nineteen twelve. That's that's uh, that's when it supposedly takes place. Yeah, it depends if you're if you're Donald Trump, it's World War Two. <laughs> if you're everybody else, it's World War One. <laughs> right. I don't know, 1996 was the Titanic or 1997? Oh, 97? It was 97 was the movie came out, but it wasn't based on 97. No, 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 definitely wasn't based on 97. Really? There was too much normalcy going on in 97. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to read as to how they filmed this thing. So I know, I know there was... How many times has your wife watched this movie? Oh. I thought they built a model, like a big model. They, no, there was... An, I remember there was an incident. I'm trying to think... Uh, find it where she got hurt or something. Kate Winslet did get injured while filming it or something like that. I'm trying to look it up and see where there was a thing where she got injured, Bob. Yeah, but I mean, maybe I'm putting too much care into this. Um, but, but how many times has my wife watched this? No, this is the exact amount you need to. She's probably watched it, I mean, a million times. Um, none of which with me. None of which with me. Um, I saw it actually Ooh, in the theater. The original people they were going to choose, Gwyneth Paltrow and Matthew McConaughey. I probably all right, all right, all right. I probably would have watched it. <laughs> if the, yeah, was, Yo, he's <laughs> he is cooler. I mean, get a little, yeah, that would have been interesting. James Cameron. That was before Matthew McConaughey was cool. Cool though. When did uh, he was in Dazed and Confused? Well, when was he not cool? I mean, he wasn't big. Well, maybe not big, but he was always cool. Probably. Dazed and Confused was uh, 1993. Oh. oh, so he was cool. Yeah, yeah he was, he was cool. cool then. No, I actually saw Titanic in the theater. It was, it was funny. I think it was like me, one of my friends, and like my brother who was going, we were at the theater with this, with, he was up to do with this girl. So it was like literally three guys and a girl going to watch this movie. And like when the ending happened, she was bawling. So after it's over, she's just ridiculously crying. So we get up from her in the theater. And lights come on, and, and my buddy and I are like, oh, my God, like, that was three hours we're never going to get back. He stands up and turns around and face oh, up, and he's got, like, tears in his eyes. <laughs> and we're like, what oh. the hell? He tries to pass it off on – he started crying because she was crying, and he wanted to show her. I was like, yo, bullshit. Bullshit. You were crying because you are sad. It's okay. Just admit it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like we're never going to see this film again, ever. <laughs> Ridiculous. I don't recall fear or sadness ever being in my eyes watching that movie. I mean, I was I was nine, so I guess I didn't understand the gravity of it. But all I wanted was to see the awesome action scenes of like the fucking boat breaking in half. The dude that, that jumped, sweet, though, yeah. the dude jumped off the back of the boat and he hit the propeller yep. on the way down was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in yeah. my life. Yeah, that's and, terrifying. Can you imagine a ship that big, like being in the water and a ship that big is sinking? Like being aboard a ship that's that big that's sinking is terrifying. Mm-hmm. I thought it was well done too when the boat actually split and the, and the and the and the one half came crashing down to the water and stuff. That was pretty well done. For sure. I would. But we shouldn't talk crap about it just because we don't have emotions because we're um, hard, hard, muscly dudes, you know, with the hard interiors. Yeah. We got to access our sensitive sides. 
true. I mean, it must have taken a lot uh, of a lot of emotion and a lot of effort, and, and that movie was just they put so much into it. Uh, so well done. Uh, I just the love story part could have been left out. That's all I'm gonna say. That. The vast majority of my life. Oh. The, yeah, the vast majority of my life. The well, then they would have put Tom Cruise in it, and it would have had explosions <laughs> and bullets and um, German bad guys. Yeah, Mission Impossible Titanic. What? Mm-hmm. Which actually sounds pretty good. What's? Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh man, what's? Um, oh man, what's? The, is it Melissa McCarthy? That's the one actor. That's a woman. Yeah, she's an actor, the, right? Uh, Melissa McCarthy, thicker, thicker lady. What is it? Or do you mean? She's the big one. She was in Bridesmaids. Mike and six. Molly. Yes. Yep. That's her. Yep. She was just yep. done it with her and like, yeah, like her and like Stallone or something. That would have been a much better movie with Titanic than Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> and Kate Winslet. Still some comedy in there. Like, make a comedy version of it. Nobody wants to be upset all over again. There are people that have lived through that. It's terrible. I mean. Well, how much mo- money did that movie make? What was it like? Uh, um, $400 million in three hours. It was the most expensive film ever I know, made. I know when it came back out, when it came back out in 2012, it actually made another 350 million. Was what I knew. I don't recall the original total. No, here, here you go. So, okay, but 15 2. years later, 350 billion. Yep. Yeah, I guess. I guess we're wrong. We're the re-release. Wrong. Oh, 3D version. And it cost to make 200 million. Here's the best part: 3D version of Titanic. So when you see the dude falling down on the propeller, all that's 3D. Like that's great. When Jack sinks to his death. Because this chick couldn't move over on a board, it's all in three days. That's what I've heard about the most is like, oh, he could have fit on there. And then I heard physicists and uh, what's the uh, other science terms of talking about he couldn't have fit on the board because his weight and her weight would have created too much displacement and the board would have sank with both of them on it. Surface yeah, but people are wondering why they didn't they take why they didn't take turns. Yeah, but she they, maybe they both would have died. How quickly know? would you have died if you're just sitting in that Baltic Sea or whatever they're Nothing at? Nothing would have said togetherness in a relationship and being a team been taking turns on the board. But no, let's be selfish. See, selfish. Well, you know, <laughs> he she cheated on her husband to be. On the way to the place. You think she was going to be devoted to some dude she fucked one time in the back of somebody else's car? Yeah, but he was an asshole, okay? You can't discount <laughs> that. That's part of That's what makes it okay. But, but see, see, here's the thing, though. Was he, though? I mean, let's, let's, flip, let's flip this over here. I guess play the double standard, okay? If a girl is being an asshole to a guy and the guy cheats, What's the only thing you're going to remember about the story of their breakup? That the man cheated. Dude cheated. Right. Exactly. So Billy, Billy, Zane, <laughs> Billy Zane was faithful, though. He was he was an asshole, but, but she didn't have to question his feelings. She knew. He was very direct with that. She stayed with him because of the money. Well, they should have put a scene in where Billy Zane cheated on her first. And uh, then that would have helped. Been <laughs> good. Now we're, now we're justifying you know, that. He was, <laughs> he was a man of the times, though. You know, women didn't have a whole lot of privileges and everything. What, 1912? 1912. She oh, they're was basically lucky. property back then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't have a leash around her waist to tell her where to go and when to do it. So then, okay, so let's, let's even enhance further why DiCaprio was jerking this because he was, he, then he really was a thief. He did steal property. If she was intellectual property, he stole her. He's a thief. Planted that. See, what did he do? Did he plant like jewelry or something on him or something like that? 
and he said he stole it or something. Or was it money? Oh, he did do something fucked up in the beginning, middle part. Yeah, I mean, and first of all, wasn't he like a stowaway? I don't remember something? nearly anything about this movie, to be honest. I remember the boat sank. I remember they had a dance uh, in the lower decks, and I remember the door scene. And I remember I'm the king of the world. That's it. Oh, yeah, the king of the world. So, yeah, oh. the handprint. <laughs> oh, and the, the sex scene and the drawing. Uh, that's it. I did. I, you remember the important parts? Jesus. That's Booby. That, there's there's nipple in that, right? That, yeah. Bro, oh. that, that hey. sex scene sank harder than the ship. I mean, that was, that was ridiculous. <laughs> that was the worst. I mean, oh, man. <laughs> Seriously. There wasn't no even chemistry. any doggy style. <laughs> Gotta switch the positions up. Oh, it's a very vanilla sex scene. They should have really got Brazzers involved to make a better scene. I agree. <laughs> uh, and to me, like, penetration. Oh, let's see. Wait, actually, he actually did. Wait, it just said. So I'm reading this part here where it's talking about other actors that were interested. So yeah, you got Matthew McConaughey, Chris O'Donnell, Billy Crudup. Crudup, who's that? Yeah, Billy Crudup is. Um, oh fuck! fuck. Porn star. Uh, he should have. He is. Uh, what did he do? Almost famous. Oh, okay, yeah. He did. He was in Watchmen, right? No, I think so. Oh, he was in Justice League. Yeah, he was later. in Watchmen. He was uh, Dr. Manhattan in Watchmen. He was in Justice League, another big winner. Um, let's see. That sounded sarcastic. I didn't watch Justice League, so I can't say Yeah, it was that's good a movie? Bad. I didn't even yeah, no, <laughs> I recall it came out Tom, two years ago. Tom Cruise was interested, and so was Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. Jared? Oh, Leto would have done good. Yeah. He refused to audition. Yeah. Well, well, at least kind of he a was, prick, He too. was that much of a jerk back then, too? God. Uh, you know what, though? I, I'm going to say he was probably right on that call. He, they probably, he probably saw the sex scene in the strip and bailed. That's probably what it was. <laughs> this, <laughs> this isn't fucked up enough for me. I'm not going to do this. <laughs> you know, I loved Jared Leto in certain movies, but now I feel like his, to me, he's just like the Joker that followed Heath Ledger's Joker and re- like just did a terrible Joker. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was he was great in what Requiem Dallas for a Buyers dream, Club. Though. That was good. I'm a huge, huge. Was that Requiem guy. for a Dream? That one just didn't fly with me. Requiem. Yeah. What about? Wasn't he in Dallas Buyers Club? Wasn't he the other chick? He was. That had aid? He was yeah, good he in Dallas that. Buyers Club. Very good. That's where I really respected him. That was a good movie. Again, Matthew McConaughey. He turns shit shit into gold. What he was. That was probably well. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he won an Oscar in that movie, didn't he? Best actor. He, he earned it for the what forty pounds or whatever he lost. Now here, well, Christian Bale then deserves it for uh, the machine. Yeah, didn't he do the machinist like and like like literally as soon as they got done filming that, he had to bulk up for Batman Begins. Yes. Yeah, he had to put on like 80, 100 pounds or something. Yeah, he, he got, was like he got sick his, as fuck. In the machinist, he was incredibly unhealthy. Yeah. But he killed it. He's probably gonna die at a young age. <laughs> yeah, I nah. I enjoyed him as uh I enjoyed him he's as rich. Wayne, though. He's gonna he's gonna live into infinity. He probably will. So, so it was funny, interesting. Claire yeah. Danes was actually suggested to play Rose in a Titanic. Yeah, she should have. I don't. She didn't. I, I was like for a second there. Yeah, it would have been, been good. It would have been a little cheesy though because Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes also did um, Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet, Which, that's right. That, and I'll say, that was not a bad movie. Or maybe it just had a really good soundtrack. I, Ooh, I like their take on it. What's that? It Wasn't was it like one. a modern day uh, take on it? They had guns and stuff? Yeah. 
It was much more modern. There's cars and everything. The, the soundtrack was pretty legit at the time. Um, I think like Garbage was 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 one of the main artists at the time. You know, you guys remember them? Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. That. Wait, what's what Dan? What's your guilty pleasure movie then? Like that's in this vein of rom com. We're yeah. doing Titanic, but you don't like it. What movie did you like? <laughs> to me, I'm surprised. To me, like yeah, I'm, romantic, su- I'm surprised you just said you liked Romeo and Juliet. Romantic, romantic comedy. Yeah, I mean, I'm. A, let's see. I guess forgetting Sarah Marshall is one of my favorites. That's a, oh, that yeah, is the class. Yeah. Uh, that one's um, dark though. That's an R-rated. No, that one's actually good. We, we oh, you'd be like, oh, like Titanic oh, like, is more just a romantic like, drama, right? What's one that when no one would expect you liking? No one, uh, maybe no one would expect me to like. I don't know. I guess that's a really good question. I, I, now I gotta, like, I still love She's All That. She's All That is a good movie. She's All That is a good movie. You know, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go like. Oh, a, you are a rom com lover. I'm gonna, I, yeah, She's All That is a good. Hey, babe, what romantic comedy do I like? I had, a, I had a, like, All of them. I, failure to launch. How to no, lose not, a guy in 10 not days. Failure to launch. Uh, what do we have here? What are we, I'm trying to think what all I right, have. Right. Proposal. I like that one. What is it? Oh, The Ugly Truth. That's uh, a good I don't one. I know that one. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Chuck <laughs> and Larry. That, I haven't watched that in a while. I think I saw that when it first came out. That was on Netflix, I think. Yeah, I think it's uh-huh. about... You Jessica Biel was just a dime in that movie. I can't watch... So here's the thing with me, to be honest. I don't like any sad, like, sappy type. I can't do that. Like, there are times even, like, when that kind of music comes on, I don't listen to it at all. I, I just don't. It totally kills my mood. I don't listen to slow songs or depressing love songs, none of that stuff. So, to me, not only do I hate the Titanic, but when you bring Celine Dion on board to do the main song, now, that was it. Now I'm done. I, I will... I'll throw my TV out the window before I have to actually watch it again. <laughs> Hate it. That song's a banger. Who? <laughs> what? Yeah, I also don't like kissing uh, when I'm banging and making eye contact. <laughs> yeah, just, t- just take the emotions out of it for sure. <laughs> you know, I don't like knowing the name. It's just, it's just terrible. Like, it just kills my mood. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Like, no, that's terrible. That's great. Man, I made the wife watch a short video just to make sure she knew she was alive of two cats playing in the hallway, and one of them died. Oh. Oh, I'll send you the gift, too. Just like, oh, you know what? Sometimes you just need to check yourself to make sure you know you can feel. Dan, uh, what kind of dog you got? Oh, yeah, can you hear him, right? No matter where I go, you can feel I got a black lab. Oh, yeah, love it. Two of them, They're great dogs. They don't stop. They just keep going. What are their names? Uh, Denozo and Eleanor. Uh, okay, yeah, we need some pictures of them for the uh, show art. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Denozo, Denozo and Ellie named uh, after characters from uh, NCIS, which actually is one of my favorite shows. I'm a oh, Tony nice. Denozo. Yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big NCIS fan. That's I, I, I could watch that literally. Uh, it's funny because when we first started watching it, I, I didn't know. I didn't know Mark Harmon was in it when I first saw it. I never heard of the show. I started watching it. I knew Mark Harmon from summer school. And I'm looking at this. I'm like, no way. This is awesome. And now, he, now, he's, a, now he's a badass Marine. This is cool. I know that guy. Yeah. Because I was like, summer school? What's up? It, it's hard being the oldest guy around here. It really is. Well, You're I do not know that he old, was, man. He was a sex symbol. And he wasn't he the fourth string quarterback for USC when he was in college? Mark Harmon, yeah. Oh, my bad. I, I pay attention. 
Four Street quarterback, man. Do you even get laid at that uh, that deep? Have you seen how good he looks in his 60s? Yeah, he probably got laid oh, like yeah. a son of a yeah, bitch. Yeah, I don't think Mark Harmon had a you problem. You guys ever watch Blue Mountain State, by the way? That, no? Seriously. Never mind. Mark Harmon has probably seen more ass in the toilet seat. Oh, for sure. A New Jersey turnpike toilet seat. <laughs> no. I have literally nothing more to say about Titanic. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he really derailed you. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I mean, like the boat sank, the jewels lost, Kate Winslet's horrible, sex scene sucked. Um, you know, what's his face? Billy Zane lost out. He was robbed. What's a good sex scene in a movie then? That's Ooh. what I want to know. Good sex scene in a movie. Any sex scene I don't watch with my mom in the room. <laughs> it does get kind of awkward, right? Um, it has happened several times. Look it up. Yeah, you know, let's look up, look up best sex scenes in movies. Hmm. I, that's what I just googled. Oh god, there's 50 on this list. Oh god, there's gonna be like 15 pages I gotta click through. There's gonna be a lot that aren't good. Yeah, but yeah, but it's a better. I can't think of 50. It's a better topic. Good ones. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. I already know. Have you seen uh, History of Violence? He only lasts like 10 seconds, but it's a hot sex scene. Well, when it's American good, it Psycho, it's quicker. Um, where he's uh, you know, flexing his biceps and uh, banging the girls. Oh, uh, yep, that was. I mean, that wasn't a good sex scene. It just lets you know how crazy Christian Bale was. So eyes wide shut, but I can't even remember that movie barely. I know it had Tom Cruise in it and stuff. And Nicole Kidman. That one's yeah, but there's a bunch of sex scenes in that. When I googled it, the first at the very end, he walks famous. in on an orgy. That's a famous one because there's two girls making out. When I googled it, the first Which list one? that came up had 35 best sex scenes. We've noticed we've collected 35 of the hottest movie sex scenes for your viewing, and the first three names I don't even know. This is like uh, 365 DNI, all the all the bright places, and below her mouth. I've never heard of these things. Oh. <laughs> With below the name like mouth. below her mouth, it should be all sex scenes. Uh, there's one with uh, what's it? Tyler Perry's Temptation, Beyond the Light. I've never even heard. Ooh, Secretary. I haven't seen that movie, but apparently that was like the Fifty Shades back in the day, uh, but like better. Apparently, now, I need see, to watch that one. I didn't. He's a great writer. I didn't mind those movies. I thought they got a little far fetched by the time the third one came out, but I didn't think the first. one. Wait, you didn't mind Fifty Shades? No, the first one I thought wasn't bad. It wasn't the worst thing in the world to watch. I, I you know, whatever. Um, I mean, the worst things I could have sat through. I mean, like the so, Titanic. You like Titanic less than uh, Fifty Shades? I actually read the book Fifty Shades, so I didn't see the movie, but the book was terrible, like just terribly written. No. She says the word. She writes the word murmurs like 350 times in that book. I swear to God. Oh, if you God. want to read a sex story, just go to literatica.com. You'll be fine. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. Here's the deal. Cruel Intentions. I remember writing my own sex stories uh, when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, Cruel Intentions, yeah. Cruel Intentions is a great movie. Pretty Woman, okay. That was, at the time, at the time, Julia Roberts, yeah, that was pretty, that was a pretty good sex scene. Uh, okay. Twilight, I'll never, Boogie even, Nights. never even seen Twilight, No Desire to. Um, I didn't realize there was sex in that. Let's see. It's marketed for tweens. Oh, look. Oh, look. Look what number 14 is as far as the top. 35 best sex scenes. Number 15, sorry, is The Notebook. You know, I there cried. Was, you know, damn it. That's not even a good movie. Yeah. And I uh, cried when I watched that when fucking James Garner held her hand in the damn hospital bed. So I don't even like that movie. I'm not watching it. That's too sad. Oh. You know, in Fifty Shades, I don't know if this happens in the oh. movie, but in the book, the first time she ever has an orgasm in her life, she she finishes from him just touching her nipples. That's it. No sex, just nipple stuff. I'm like, come on, does that really happen? Yep. Ask your wife. Does she ever? 
Just keep I know it, mine's not getting a little bit. Mine is not getting there from just a nipple touch. So there's a there's another movie I came across that has a ton of sex scenes in it. Um, more it's more a comedy, but 1989. You guys know Patrick Dempsey? Oh, yes, yeah. I do. Yes, Can't Buy Me Love. I he mean, was, that can't uh, be the movie you're talking about. There was no sex in that. I don't think. Lover Boy. It was, it was a movie called Lover Boy. Lover Boy. In which he was, um, he had to raise money for tuition, so he started sleeping with women for $200 as a pizza delivery guy. <laughs> that movie was legit. You ever no, so saw that? Like like he, he created a porn genre of delivering pizza for sausage parties. Is that what you're saying? Uh-huh. He, he, yeah, he went and delivered a pizza, and I guess it was mainly just uh, some woman who wanted to seduce him. And paid him two hundred dollars, and she told him how to, I guess, basically sell himself for two hundred dollars instead of delivering his pizza. Too shame. So I'm watching that movie. Go I'm, I'm going to watch that movie. Second. It looks good. I and love Patrick Dempsey. It's it's really good, actually. It's, it's kind of like um, I'm trying to think like like uh, trying to think what the what the term is for American Jiggle. Um, risky business. Similar to that, yeah. It's very similar to that. Um, there was I mean, it's kind of like those movies that are just so cheesy. But they're 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 older. They're really good. Like um, there's an old movie. If you guys um, like I know you I know you have you you've watched wrestling and stuff like that. If you guys are wrestling fans at all, back in the eighties, do you remember the eighteen? Oh yeah. Okay, the guy who played Face in the eighteen, he did a movie with Roddy Piper called Body Slam. Wait, I think I've um, seen that one. And I think it was Tony Roberts. It was one he, he managed. He was a cheesy salesman. Like he he was always. He's like an agent. He was always being chased down for money and stuff like that. But he got involved with managing Piper and the Tonga Kids, the tag championships. But it was like, it was like, it was staged to like, you know, we're wrestling, like, hey, outside the ring, if these wrestlers run into each other, they're going to fight kind of thing. It was really, it was, and Captain Lou was in it. I mean, Captain Lou was in everything back in the 80s and all kinds of movies. He was always involved. He never got the credit he deserved. No, Captain Lou was Super Mario. He still never got the credit when we were old. Mario. when I was younger, so he was popular yep. for so long, but like right when I was born and was watching those movies, he just didn't get that credit. Like his, he didn't transcend into the nineties as well as he should have. No, because it wasn't like it wasn't wrestlers weren't supposed to get that kind of acknowledgement, you know. Like, I mean, let's face it, the only I think the only well the only two the two actors maybe three I guess you could say wrestlers that became that were probably well more more well known for the movies at the time. Hogan did a lot of films, but none of them That's were That's right, good. Mr. Nanny. Um, yeah, Mr. Nanny, Suburban Commando. Three Some Ninjas and High Mountain. Badwin. What's his face? Yeah, like when Ze- the Zeus was uh, brought in, uh, uh, Debo from Friday. Uh, yeah. That was... Um, Zeus, yeah, Zeus. with his crook. Uh, Roddy Piper did they, Roddy Piper did they Live, which people, if you don't know the movie, everyone always knows the bubblegum line for it. Um, Roddy Piper was in Always think. Sunny, too, uh, that show. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yep. Oh, and of course, like Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant did more movies, I think, than the oh, yeah. oh, Hulk Hogan. Oh, and he was in friggin' Princess Bride, yeah. Thunder in Paradise. I watched the Hulk Hogan show all the time oh, on I TBS. I saw Thunder in Paradise, too. The movie, yeah. Loved it. So, so it's funny, just to switch back, I still have the page open for that movie Lover Boy with Patrick Dempsey. Um, two of the women that he actually hooks up with in the film are Chrissy Alley and Carrie Fisher. Fisher. Um, yeah. Carrie Fisher. That, oh, I remember her from Blues she Brothers. Like anything, she was the only role I ever yeah. saw her in different from Star Wars. Yeah. Her hot, crazy scale. That was like not Princess Leia? 
Now, it, you should you should definitely check it out. It's a good. Uh, it's a good. Uh, definitely, you'd want to review this movie after we after you watch it. Definitely check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Baby, put Loverboy right. on the queue. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's funny because of course in the end all the husbands and all that freak out. It's a great, great movie. Can't find me love was good. Too. Yeah, that I like that fun. one. '80s rom coms were better than ours, for sure. They've aged way better too. '80s put out some of the best movies out there. The, the, um, what were the best Club. ones? Like the Breakfast Club still carries over, still transfers. Like it's still yep. on. Like Saturday mornings all the time down here. But does it really transfer to now? Like if a kid saw The Breakfast Club now, would it really like resonate with them? They would at least resonate with one person. Generally yeah, one you, character. But you're old. Yeah, but one character there's generally no you think, right? There's no Snapchat. Uh, but teenage angst is forever. I think it's good. Let's put it this There was a there was a time when um when my wife and I were watching movies and she was like, I said, Hey, Let's watch the Goonies. And she was like, what? Like, eh. We tried to put it on. She sat and just watched this entire thing and didn't say it worked. Not a word. And I just watched the whole thing and then she loved it. Absolutely loved it. The Goonies was absolutely classic. How do you not, you know, how do you not love the Goonies? Oh, that's, that's Spielberg too, right? Unless, Lowell, you're about to tell me that you never saw the Goonies. Oh, I'm with you. No, we saw it. Okay, the, good. Uh, right. Shuffle, shuffle, uh, truffle, truffle, shuffle, 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 shuffle. If you look, if you look at like the '80s comedies back then, like Naked Gun, Airplane, um, geez, I'm sorry, there's so many different comedies back there that like, even like when the first Vacation movie came out with Chevy Chase, Spies Like Us, Spies those, Like those Us. Are, oh, those I those love that movie. Right there. <clears throat> All right, stop, and I'll bring back the sun. <laughs> that, that was. <laughs> 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 uh, my favorite, my favorite lines like nowadays. I'll, I'll like once in a while I'll say like like um. When Dan Aykroyd's going to leave out of the in the beginning, he turns to the guy and goes, "You know, I was going to come over to your house and hook your family up with the Disney Channel for free." He's like, "Well, forget." Yeah. And he bails. Like back then, back then when you wanted the Disney Channel, that was like the most epic thing, right? Don't you break <laughs> the cable boxes? That was a great back movie. I love that the, movie. Back in like back in the days of pay per view, where you weren't really like allowed to like record things and that kind That's of stuff. Right. I'll never forget it. It was. It was 1986, WrestleMania two. My father and another another friend of his, they hooked up two cable boxes to two TVs with two VCRs, and they both taped it and everything else. So they all had a copy, and but they only had to order it once. It was like back then that was the most genius thing, because <laughs> you couldn't the way the way cable boxes used to work is just because you ordered it on one TV originally, right. you didn't get it on every TV yep. in the house. They, they, I think they changed that like later on down the road. So yeah, it, it, it split at the entrance to the house, not in the house. So it was yeah, one each box had its own separate line. Yep that that event that event hooked me because like I grown up, I didn't know I didn't know anything about wrestling. I, I had no idea what wrestling was when I was a kid. So I was what nineteen eighty. Yeah, had to be eighty six. Yeah, eighty six. I was uh, I was ten. And my father was like a cop in town, and he was doing security for um, for boxing, and, and that was going on locally in town. It was like some of the Tuesday night fights that used to be on USA or whatever. And um, the, the the promoter in Totowa, an old promoter in Totowa, New Jersey, named Blue Duva, was just happened to be training Roddy Piper to box Mr. T. <laughs> and 
I didn't know any of this stuff. All I knew, all I knew was Sergeant Slaughter, and I knew Sergeant Slaughter from GI Joe. And my father was like, "Hey, you want to give me Sergeant Slaughter?" I was like, "Oh yeah, awesome!" Grab my little action figures. I'm going out the door. I walk in, I show these wrestlers. I'm like, "What the hell is this?" I had no clue what it was. And then, like a week later, I think I saw Hulk Hogan on TV, and I, I was hooked. I was instantly hooked. Like that was cause back then. This is it's a whole. It's, it's, this could be like a whole different podcast in itself. But like back then, no. People, even people that even people that knew it was fake, there was still a mystery that was kept K-fig to it. Man was legit. As opposed to now, yeah, exactly. As opposed to now, you know, you know, <laughs> your, your wrestlers will beat the crap out of each other, and then they're then they're going back and forth on Twitter liking each other's posts. You ever stuff. see it's the like, South Park episode uh, where uh, Cart they're doing the wrestling and like Cartman's addicted to abortions, and they do the whole story? It's like a soap opera. <laughs> yeah. I was a huge South Park. I haven't watched South Park in a long time. It, it, yeah, is that even still on or no? Yeah, yeah, it's still. I can get uh, I can get Ric Flair to uh, advertise for I, Concepts AD for about forty bucks. No problem. What? <laughs> Ric Flair. Woo! Woo! Oh, because 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 he does. Does he do cameos? Flair for sure. Flair was just on Raw last night. I saw. He's t- he's on he's on everything. That's great. He, he got he got a uh, he got kicked in the head by Randy Orton last night on Raw. Oh, wait, he's still clip. wrestling. He he was. I think he was not. He was managing Randy Orton. Oh, we were talking about doing um, a podcast, or my coworker was talking about doing a podcast with him. Flair's Flair's a legend, man. I, it's so sad because now I'm at a stage where I'm watching like all of my childhood heroes are just getting ripped away. You know, like um, like I'm like I know Hogan. Hogan's older now. I mean, Flair is just so hard to like see him at his age. He is. It's like, I oh, got a man, BJ crazy. on his uh, trampoline when I was in high school. That's my uh, claim to fame right there. Not from him, from a girl. Hulk um, Hogan? Another girl my age. Rick Flair's or Hogan's? On Hulk Hogan? No, Rick Flair's. He, he lived uh, right down the, like a few miles away from me. And his uh, son and daughter went to my high school. And Rick Reed was on the wrestling team. So you got you're in this dude's backyard on his trampoline. Yeah, and got a beach. His house had to be what? How many feet away? <laughs> well, Rick was actually a really nice guy. He would come to um, like the school sometimes and bring Ashley or Charlotte, whatever you call her, um, lunch. And uh, people would be like, "Woo!" And he would do it right back. And he would like come to wrestling matches, and he knew my name and stuff. He, he was a nice guy, or is a nice guy. Yeah. But- you know, like that's the thing. It's like that's. I think at the end of the day, you know, you've made it as a wrestler when you 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 take people that don't watch it, and even if they don't watch it, if you drop certain names, oh yeah, and they the nature know boy. who they are, like the nature. I mean, yeah, I read his book too in college. Yeah, like, <laughs> to be the man, you got to beat the man. <laughs> oh, that's that was a great book. So you watch. I mean, you got to know Flair. You got to know Hogan. You know, but nowadays everybody knows the Rock. Yeah, the Rock. That's, that's, I think he's more over than anybody else right now. I know. I don't. I never really watched wrestling at all, but I know the Undertaker too. Uh, the Undertaker was a. Uh, he he died. Right? No, no. no. Uh, Sting died. Sting. Nope. Sting's alive. No, Sting's alive. Uh, Ultra, Ultimate Ultra Warrior, Warrior died. died. Uh, Which one died know. from jumping from the rafters? Owen Hart. Mm, I was Owen watching Hart. that on scrambled cable when he died. Oh, I was like. Watching yep, scrambled porn to yep. see like a glimpse of a titty every once in a while. Yeah, I was lucky if I got to see the ropes. <laughs> the, the spice channel. It was bad. Every. It was that was that was yeah. Because like I'm, I, I I have my wrestlers still. They're sitting on my entertainment center. Of all the ones that I had when I was growing up, those were the ones I was playing with when Owen died. A lot of money. 
Yeah, they are a lot of money, but those things are worth uh, a lot of money. But they're not in the box or anything. They're just they're the ones that I'm gonna play with with my son when he's born in November. That's right. There you go. I was into more of into real wrestling. That's how you do you it. Know? Yeah, real grappler. Like Rick, <laughs> Rick and Scott Steiner. Wrestling. That's right. Yeah, Steiner's right awesome. See, in my in my uh, in when I was in high school, it's funny. Like, I wasn't cool to be a wrestling fan. Like, I didn't dare wear a Hulkamania t-shirt to school because back then you got like teeth for liking wrestling. But what was funny, and at the time, if you were a wrestling fan, and someone said, "Oh, you don't like wrestling?" That's gay. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? We called everything yes. gay okay. back then. But, but but these guys were throwing punches and kicks. And the wrestling that was considered real was two guys rolling around. Oh, yeah. You, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, is, uh, you, you must yeah, not be from the South then, because in the, from the South, it was perfectly acceptable to, to be into uh, pro wrestling. Oh, God, yeah. No, no. I, I, was, I was born in New Jersey, raised in New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, okay. But I doubt. Yeah, Brock Lesnar, cool um, he was actually, an, and Kurt Angle, too. Both of them were incredibly good. Um, what do you call it? Collegiate. Um, real wrestlers and they were, or Greco-Roman, yeah. freestyle, yep. whatever. Greco. Uh, Dan, did you ever see, I have a WWE title. Do you yeah, really? I have the Intercontinental White Leather Belt. So, that's a fun fact for you here because some of it used to be on YouTube, but um, a lot of... Uh, Let's see. So I used to. I used to actually. I got so involved with it. I actually went to get trained. Um. So I got trained to, to wrestle. It was 1996. After Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels went at it, I hated Shawn Michaels. I was a Bret mm. Hart guy. Always was a Bret Hart guy. And yeah. after Bret lost the title, I, I the next day I went to wrestling school. I trained there. I trained a couple schools in Jersey, and then um, I started running my own wrestling shows, and then. I stopped, I think, around 2008, and in, like, 2016, for my 40th, I was like, oh, do one more, do one more. I was like, okay, so we do one more. And that's when I first met Robbie, because he was on my show, Robbie yep. and we became friends. So he was in Jersey. Robbie lived, actually lived down in South Jersey, like, where, where my father lives and everything. And we became friends, and we started doing shows. And we were filming stuff, like, every week for YouTube and Oh god, we were it, it, we got so burnt out. Like we were doing live events, so we we did events with like Hornswoggle, Nunzio, Tommy Dreamer, Ryback. We had we had a great great time, great time. So it was, but but at the end of the day, it's like it kind of takes away from being able to enjoy it. Like now I don't watch it because I'm oh, like, ah, once it's your like, job, you, you don't like it as much. Like, you do it. The purity is gone. Right. Exactly. There's, there's no money in independent wrestling shows at all. Oh, yeah. If you I had don't a friend that used to do it. <laughs> yeah, none. It's just, like, well, if you think about the logic, okay? To rent a ring, to rent a ring is, it, up in Jersey area, because it's, it's so saturated up here, you're talking about 800 bucks. That's the ring I used to use. is about $800. So right off the bat, if you're selling tickets for 10 bucks a pop, you need 80 people in there just to cover the ring. Then you got to pay a ref, you got to pay a doctor, you got to pay talent. If you want to get a draw, you got to bring in a big name, which is at least two, three hundred. You're bucks losing every easily. week, and then and it, yeah, and then there's guys that like, you know, there's there, there's a lot of guys that are very talented and they're well worth it. But it, 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 the problem is, it's it's hard because as a promoter, you're looking at it like, okay, 
this is what I could, this is what I have to lay out. And these are the people I have to use in order to make money. But and, and at the same time, like if, if a tag team comes up and says, "Hey, you know, we're we're our rate is two hundred bucks," they're definitely worth two hundred bucks. But you have to think in the back of your mind, Christ, if I pay them two hundred dollars and the guys that they're facing one hundred dollars, that's a three hundred dollar match. Like, okay, but if you flip the script and say, "Are you guys bringing in thirty people like to watch you guys?" Because otherwise, I'm already taking a loss in one match. So the logistics are very, very hard oh, to run. Jesus stuff. Christ! It's so you got to go out, and then now you got to go out and you got to go with sponsors, and you got to get people to you know that want to be on board and to pay for the show. So it's a full, it's like a full time job. And, and I got into it like part time, and it it was a, it was a big money. Like I was making good money at the time, but I, I actually like I lost my ass doing wrestling. But it was it was a good experience. Not unlike starting but, a podcast. No, after the money you have to no. spend to get into it, and then try to find people, and it's a, a, a market that it's almost impossible to get into. Well, you got us, you know. Well, That's true. We got you. <laughs> We're here to support. I mean, Grant, well, yeah. I mean, me, Dad, yeah. I know Alan, you know, Alan, he lurks around too. But, I mean, he, he's tolerable. He's cool. To show you. My, my old fan, oh, Lowell, can see the camera here. Boom. Woo, Look at, that's that's old wrestling. That's right. The old Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Traveling Band CD. I remember that. I remember that Hulk Hogan. Yeah, love the CD. I had all that was. I used to love the music. I loved the music. Yeah, wrestling intros aren't I, even I, the same anymore because now it's just normal songs. Yeah, yeah. It used to like they used to have like real intensity to the point where you could actually okay, like come on, like we were a kid growing up. You went to even you went to a graduation. You heard pop and circumstance. You did not not think of the Macho Man at the time, like. You know, like Jake Snake music, the Million Dollar Man, all these guys. Now, again, yeah, it's just generic. It's kind of like just beats and this and that. Like nothing. Not all these guys got real signature unless you become that big, like a John Cena. You know, whatever. Then you know, you really get to know that people really remember your theme song. I can't say much. I have so, the Goldberg tattoo, actually. I really do you really? Do. Did you get it because of him? Yeah, me and my dad got it on my 18th birthday. Your dad got a Goldberg yep. tattoo. So you got mad, that's awesome. You got matching Goldberg tattoos. That's one of the things that really... Right, so, you're, so you were more a WCW guy. I mean, I was a Goldberg fan. The Attitude Era in wrestling was second to none. The Monday Night Wars and all that. <clears throat> well, that, that's what used to crack me up, is that even people back in the day that would tease me for watching wrestling, um, these were the same guys that years later would be wearing NWO shirts and talking about how cool it was. I was, yeah, I was it like, crossed really? over. Really? <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. That's. I think that's what that era made it cool to watch. And I think as as, as soon as all of that age era fizzled out from the DX and the NWO and Stone Cold and The Rock, as soon as that really started to fizzle out, and it, 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 the PG era, that I think, I think wrestling's been limping on ever since. And when they went public. It was like, all right, like this is this is going to be done a certain way. It's never going to be done the way people want it to be done. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. It sucks, but yeah, I, I'm not as I'm not as into. I mean, I'll, I'll tune in when I I want. I'll always watch WrestleMania. That'll you know that that's usually the best time to be a wrestling fan is from when the Royal Rumble starts to WrestleMania. And after WrestleMania, you're just like, all right, we'll wait till next year, kind of thing. You know, there's no that's the problem with anything. It's on. It's on every night, so there's no real 
Like, there's no draw to it. You, you know it's always going to be there. Like, back in the day, I mean, yeah, like, a champion could hold the title. Like, Hogan held the title for how many years? You know, like, wow. Like, I think it was, like, five years when he won it, or 84. Yeah, no, 84, and he lost it in 88. And you were like, wow, four-year champion. No one ever got sick of him because you didn't see him every week. It's true. He had, like, Oversaturation. Now, as, yeah, I mean, now, like, as soon as one of their favorites from an independent team shows up on wrestling, it's like, oh, he, he, he needs to win the title right away. Put, put the title on him. Like, who builds him up? Like, this is why things get stale. I mean, it's not just wrestling. It's anything. This is why it gets stale because we, it's like everybody needs to have everything. They absorb it. It becomes the hottest thing for, like, 20 minutes. You know, and then all of a sudden, everyone's sick of it. It's instant gratification. That's the society we live in. All right. Yep. Let's and, wrap it up. True to Titanic. Yeah, we're right at the we're right at that mark to end for views on YouTube. That's where people like to stop it. So we're at 40, 52 minutes. Why don't you hit me with some nice? Hit me with the promo there, Dan. What what have we gotten? What do you want to promote besides Concept AD? Like you guys are just. I love your guys' Twitter. You guys are knocking it out. I mean, it, we're trying. I mean, I we there's gonna you're gonna see a launch. I it sucks because I I want to promote it, but I can't just yet. But we've really been doing some cool things lately. Um, we've getting involved with some different people, but like the concept, concept. Let's call it concept red. Concept red. We're dropping the S. It's gonna be concept red. That is what you want to watch out for. All right. For. So my. Um, we, we, my we photo co- that's on the bottom of the video, actually, then. So the concepts details coming soon is r- right there. Yep. Give us about a week and that's going to launch. Fuck yeah. Very cool. Awesome. I'm looking forward to my game. Hey, Dan, will you coming. stay on the line for a second after we end? Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Man, you got a lot of stuff coming. You got gators. You got a couple of hoodies. Um, what else do we do? <laughs> There's a bunch of stuff in our in our in our uh, our Mondays. We use Mondays for a lot of our projects and stuff. <laughs> Your name's all oh, over. Yeah, we're coming. We're coming. We're growing. All right. So. No problem. Well, that's the, hey man. Like so we're here to support you no matter what. All right. We'll run this outro and we're gonna see you guys later. This will be on YouTube tomorrow afternoon. Have a great night, you guys. This has been the On Call Podcast. Thank you again for having oh, me. For sure. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening to the On Call Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at On Call Pod. Interested in being a sponsor or want to be on the show? Drop us an email at oncallpod at gmail.com. For more info, go to oncallpod.com.